Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. In this podcast, our number one goal is to ease your mind of all the stress that sales tax can bring to you as an e-commerce seller. Our episodes contain the questions that have been posed to us by business owners and other individuals doing business in various states in the U.S., and we will help clear up the confusing, contradicting information you might find online and give you a clear path forward. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson, and of course, I'm your host. And today, I wanted to do a podcast. We've, we've got a great podcast that we did back in March that answered a lot of the questions about how internationals can do business, uh, do e-commerce business in the U.S. That's either selling on FBA with Amazon, eBay, Shopify store, print-on-demand, whatever kind of business you plan on doing in the U.S. We kind of covered that. And I get a lot of questions and I answer a lot of phone calls and I have a lot of meetings with with U.S.-based businesses. And so a lot of times I'm like, well, we've got a great podcast. But the podcast really is keyed for international businesses. So I kind of wanted to do another podcast for U.S.-based companies. So we all know how fast technology is is improving. I think we get updates every day about some new technology here and there, and, and it's not slowing down, to say the least. And, you know, the sales tax software companies aren't slowing down either, and they are rushing. They are all competing to be the ones at the top to be able to provide automation and simplicity to filing your sales tax, sales taxes with the various states and jurisdictions easiest for you. But it's getting there, but it can also make it a lot more confusing. So I hope to really answer some of those questions that I get on a daily basis. And I am not lying when it's a daily basis. I think that's the majority of the questions is people doing business like what, what is it do I do? What what do I do next? I've heard about this Wayfair and Supreme Court decision. Do I need to collect sales tax? Where should I get registered? What is Nexus and and what do I do next? So we're going to answer those questions for you today. So please forgive me if, if there are any small pauses, that's because I am gearing up for the next question. Okay. First question is, am I required to have a U.S. bank account in the U.S. to file sales tax returns? Now, when it comes to filing the sales tax returns online, most states require you to have a U.S. bank account just because of the ACH limitations, if you're familiar with that. In our case, what we do is we kind of hold all the bank accounts. So if, if you were to file your returns with us, it, it wouldn't matter if you have a U.S. bank account, but most businesses in the U.S. will have one. But we will hold your sales taxes in escrow from month to month, and we file the sales tax on your behalf. Another question is, when should I register in a state? And you know, that question is getting more and more complicated as, as the days go on. But for right now, 
how you can determine whether or not you can need to to get registered in a state, we need to understand nexus. And really there are two forms of nexus. You've got your physical nexus and your economic nexus. So let's go over physical nexus first. And, I, and that's kind of been the, the longer standing nexus. And what it is, is you have a physical presence within a state. Now that could mean many things. It could mean it, it, physical nexus is, is you've either got a place of business in the state. You, you might have an employee in the state. Maybe you got a contract, but you're not located in the state. So use a third party contractor also gives you physical nexus within the state. Do you have inventory within the state? But there, there are many different ways and you can see that even if you're not located in a state, you can still have a physical presence within the state, therefore requiring you to, to be registered in the state. Now, a lot of things that we see, a lot of things that happen with companies is uh, with this new Wayfair laws, they're thinking to themselves, oh, we may need to get registered in the state going forward since we may now have economic presence. But when we go through our next review that we call it, come to find out that you've had nexus in the last 10 years due to the physical nexus rules. And if you were to just get registered going forward, a state may have gone back and looked at, at your company and seen and say, hey, you've been doing business the last 10 years. You owe us this much penalty, this much interest uh, on a tax that you should have collected. And that can be quite a headache. So in, in that situation, we may suggest a VDA. So what is economic nexus? So economic nexus is kind of the newest shiny nexus rules out there. That's what was decided last year in 2018, where now states can have rules and laws on with economic principles. So, and right now the kind of the average is if you have $100,000 in sales or emphasize or, it's not and, or 200 separate transactions, that gives you economic nexus. Therefore, given you the requirement to get registered in that state for sales tax. And then you will have to collect that sales tax and remit it and figure out how all that works. So it, it can get really confusing. And, you know, some of these laws haven't gone live yet in some states. Most states now have laws on their books. There may just be a couple that don't yet, but laws are also changing as, as they've kind of seen that well, maybe for small businesses, this could really be an expensive endeavor. And it doesn't really make sense that we're taxing people that have 50 cent, $1 items. They sell 200 of them. And now they have a nexus, economic nexus in the state. And to get registered and file the sales tax returns, be compliant, it can get really expensive and cumbersome on a small, tiny business. And so they're realizing this. So some states are reevaluating their economic nexus laws, but they're really slow to do it. California recently came out and, say, and said, you know, we're raising 
are kind of remote seller thresholds from to $500,000 and getting rid of the transactional portion of that. And so some states are making changes and I think we'll see more changes as the time goes on, but don't ever expect there not to be any changes. No way. There will never be a status quo. There will always be changes. So always be on the lookout for those. Those are basically the two different types of nexus and just because economic, new economic nexus laws are in place does not replace the physical nexus laws. Those also exist. They're just now more required. There are more thresholds that you can now cross to give you that nexus. With FBA, and this is, kind of, this is how it works. By law, if you have inventory within the state, that gives you physical presence. So if you sell Amazon FBA, what happens is that every state that you have inventory in, and you can figure that out on, on Amazon Seller Central, where your inventory is located, you are technically required to get registered for sales tax in that state. But I wouldn't get registered straight away. I would really talk with us, sign up for our free strategy call, and get your next review because we can make suggestions on whether or not you really should get registered in that state based on your economic level and what you can do. We can make really good recommendations as to what you should do now and in the future. A lot of people ask me questions like, I sell this product. How do I know whether or not that's taxable? That's a really good question because depending upon what you do sell, and like clothing or food or supplements or toys or different things depending upon what's on your label or or what county you're selling in, what state you're selling in could be taxable or not. So it's really difficult to say how you determine that. But you really need somebody to review your different your different products and really give you a good idea of and, and tell you what is taxable, what is not taxable within every state and give you the different caveats on that specific product. And in our next review, that is something we also do is we'll not only review kind of what your nexus being physical or economic, both, none, we'll review that, but we'll also, what also we'll do how we'll recommend where to get registered is we'll look at your products, whether or not they're taxable. Because if, if they're, your products aren't taxable in a state, it may not make sense to get registered there. But it all depends upon what it is and what the laws are, and that's something we'll look at in that review. The question I get a lot as well is you know, kind of the cost. It's really hard to say. It depends how many states you need to get registered in, if, if you need VDAs or not. Our initial consultation is completely free. That can be with between 30 to 45 minutes, depending upon what you need. There's a form down below to fill out. It really gives us a good idea of what your company is doing. And so when we get onto the call, we are ready to answer your questions and we know exactly how to help you. And I can connect you with the right people. And so there's no lost time in that. And even if, if there's not a case for us to work together, you will have actionable 
strategies on how to proceed forward. And a lot of times, you know, especially with people just starting up, there is nothing that you need to do other than just full steam ahead and getting your company going and flowing. So this, this call can be extremely beneficial. And it'll either be with me or it will be with another one of my colleagues. And depending upon what you need, I will send that out to the right person so they can get you the help that you need specifically. Now, if you have any more questions, I do a podcast like this every week. And I would love to have, love to be able to answer more of these questions on the podcast. And I love all your questions, so keep sending them to me. Even if it's a hard one, I will do my best to answer it. Or I will find the person that can answer it. So please send me all of your questions. And, well, I hope to see you guys on another podcast. I'll talk to you later. You've reached the end of another episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. If you have any additional questions about today's episode or you just need some help, you can find my contact information down below. Connect with us at SalesTax or OnlineSellers.com. And don't forget to find us on Facebook. We post new content every week.